Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. Tiger Cats head coach June Jones makes a game-changing, some fans are using much harsher words, decision that turned Hamilton's game in B.C. on a dime. And the comments from Tiger Cats fans, well, you're just going to have to listen. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the Fifth Quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. And we <laughs> we may have jumped the gun here thinking that the game was over, but with uh, zeros on the time clock, the BC Lions have scored a touchdown to make it 29-27. Now going for the two-point convert. That would tie the ball game and send it overtime. Ticats blitzing. Jennings throws. Two-point convert is no good. The Lions receiver was out of bounds, and the Tiger Cats are going to win this football game 29-27 by the skin of their teeth. Man, oh man, oh man. We're going to take your calls, your emails, your tweets on, oh wow, that was a very close play that is going to be reviewed for the next several minutes, I'm sure, but I'm not sure the receiver, and I don't know who it was, uh, actually had his hands on the football to retain possession as he's going out of bounds. It looked like his foot was in bounds. The receiver looks in bounds. But again, earlier in the game, Brian Burnham had a sensational catch along the sideline, which I thought he was in bounds, and he wasn't. Man, oh man, this is going to be very close. Wow, I'm not sure how they're going to rule that. He looks in bounds to me. We might be going to overtime, folks. This is the late night edition of the fifth quarter. Yes, 102 a.m. Eastern Time. Thank you, Time Zone. Uh, as it stands now, the Ticats are victorious 29-27, but uh, they are reviewing this two-point convert. And uh, obviously, if successful, it would be 29-29, and the Tiger Cats and the Lions would be heading to overtime. So as they review, let's uh, open up the phones at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, your thoughts on tonight's game, uh, or send us a tweet at Rick Samprin at am900chml. Let's go to the line, and Ron is first off the hop. Hey, Ron. Hey, Rick. Uh, <laughs> what do we do in this case if it does go into overtime? We, well, we keep talking. I, I, I'll be on the air nonetheless. Oh, that's good. Uh I can only listen through the cell phone. Otherwise, you know, my radio would uh, interfere. No problem. I'll give you the play-by-play if, if something uh, happens here. I appreciate it, Rick. Uh, win, lose, or draw, uh, we played a hell of a game. We really did. Uh, Jones is my choice for player of the game. He was awesome. Oh, he was. He was. Uh <sighs> Uh, <laughs> what can I say? Uh, well, I'll jump in here, and it looks like the receiver's foot is inbounds. I think this game's going overtime. Uh, if that's the case, Rick, then uh, I, I've chosen my player of the game. I'm going to go back to listening to it on a <laughs> video. <laughs> you got it. Thank, thanks for calling in, Ron. Uh, I'll say this. June Jones is going to be haunted by this game if the BC Lions do indeed get the two-point convert because with 33 seconds to go, and here's the ruling on the field, after review, it is a two-point convert and we're going to overtime. 29-29, Brian Burnham with a sensational reception in the end zone to tie this ball game and i'll tell you what folks june jones with 33 seconds to go had a chance to kick what would have been a 46 maybe 47 yard field goal to make this a two score game instead 
June Jones says, hey, Lira Maharalahu, punt the ball away. Uh, punt it into the end zone and get us an extra point. So should BC score a touchdown, they have to get a two-point convert, and lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Taylor on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, using the hashtag fifth quarter. How can anyone justify not kicking the field goal? June is supposed to be a professional coach? Are you kidding me? And Jess chimes in, how the hell do we not kick the field goal? I don't know. That, to me, is a huge head-scratcher. Mark's on the line here on the fifth quarter. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good, Rick. How are you? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> give me, give me a few minutes. To celebrate a victory, but it uh, looks like uh, we're going to OT. I, uh, you know what? I do not get how June Jones does not kick a field goal to, to, to basically put the game to bed. Yeah, it uh, brings me back to last week when uh, Caller Dave mentioned about mediocrity and uh, tight cats and stuff. There's always something that happens when, you know, we have a chance to win, like a game like this. We have a chance to win, kick the field goal, game over. If he misses, we still get the extra point, and if they come back and tie it up, so be it. Try it. Try the god darn field goal, man. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it either. I'm not sure. I mean, if they block it, great. You know, tip your hat to BC, but they still have to go down and and score. Exactly. Like, we play a pretty flawless game, and then – at the end, we blow it. Like, uh, oh, uh, man, I'm flabbergasted right now. <laughs> well, I, I know the game's still ongoing, but while we have you on the line, who would be your player of the game? Uh, I have to say, Mike Jones. Yeah, he was great. Two long TD catches, 75 and 55. Uh, his best game as a CFL player, hands down. Absolutely. And he ma- and he made catches finally. Mark, appreciate the call. Go back and uh, stay tuned and see what happens. All right, Rick. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll give you the latest greatest here. I'm on the air until 2, regardless of how long this game goes on, but we know the CFL OT format. Both teams have an opportunity to score points starting at the 35-yard line. And BC's going to get the football first. And Jonathan Jennings completes a 5-yard pass, so it's going to be 2nd and 5 from the 30. More tweets streaming in. Hawkeye tweets how the bleep did they not kick that field goal daver tweets this is on the coach not going for three was inexcusable they better win this brian tweets at rick samprin my head hurts with a sad emoji face brad on twitter says all in caps why jones why on second and five it's a first down bc from the tiger cats 22 as Jonathan Jennings uh, connects on another pass. Steve on Twitter. June Jones is an bleep hat. Bleep? I want to hear his reasoning for this bleep. A lot of bleeping going on. It is after hours, but I still have to adhere to CRTC regulations. Uh, Pete on Twitter. At AM900CHML writes, June Jones should have kicked the field goal. Well, maybe not him, but I know what you mean. A first down run by the Lions takes them all the way down to the Tiger Cats 15-yard line. Looks like a second and three, maybe three and a half coming up for BC as they're on their first possession of overtime. We're tied 29-29 in OT. Second and three coming up from the Hamilton 15-yard line. Man, this was a game that uh, really started slow for both teams. It was only 3-0 after the first quarter. Ty Long with a 51-yard field goal. Laram Haralahu missed a 42-yarder. John White then scored on an 8-yard touchdown run. And Masoli to Mike Jones for his first of two TD receptions on the day. That was 14-3 at halftime for Hamilton. Second and three for the Lions. They do not connect on a short pass. And uh, looks like they're up it's a third and three at the Ticats 15 and might send out the field goal unit to at least get some points here in overtime. Again, we're tied at 29 here in OT. Tommy with some uh, comments on CHML's Facebook page. We're broadcasting live on Facebook. 
you got to be kidding me. Kick the damn field goal. June Jones needs to go. He's not even good enough to coach high school. Ty Long in for a field goal for the Lions. This would be a 22-yard chip shot, and it is good. So BC scoring three points on their opening possession of overtime. It's 32-29. to High drama here on the fifth quarter as we are live in B.C. Well, I'm not live in B.C., but the Ticats and Lions are live in B.C. in OT. And after a wild fourth quarter in which June Jones elected from the, that would have been about a 46-yarder, 47-yarder. Instead of going for the field goal, he instructed Haralahu to punt the ball through the end zone or into the end zone. Making it an eight-point lead, 29-21 for the Cats. But Jennings led the Lions in the end zone for a TD and then converted on a replay-aided two-point conversion. And uh, we're tied at 29, going into overtime, and now BC's up 32-29. Hawkeye on Twitter says, Please, someone ask Coach June Jones why the bleep they didn't kick the field goal. I'd love to hear the answer, and I can only, I can only guess that he's going to say, uh, I, I thought it was going to be blocked. So we said, forget it, just punt it. I'm going to take a sip of my orange peco to keep myself awake. <laughs> Producer Will nods in agreement. High drama at the BC Play Stadium is the Ticats offense. Uh, takes the field for the first time in OT, and a pass... Gains at about nine yards. A Missoulian, a QB sneak, will gain the first down, so their offensive possession will continue. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. It is the late-night edition of the fifth quarter. You talk about overtime time-wise... It, we are literally in overtime in B.C. Ticats with a first and 10 on the Lions, 24. Lions make a stop here. They win the football game remarkably. Ticats score a TD. It's game over. And if they get a field goal, we go to double OT. Short pass to John White, and it is incomplete. A second and 10 coming up for the Cats at the B.C. 25. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli has had a a really good night tonight. 17 of 20, that's 85% completion percentage, for 291 yards, two TDs, both of those TDs, uh, into the hands of Mike Jones, who has three catches tonight for 138 yards. That is remarkable. 66 yak yards on the night, a 55-yard TD, and a 75-yard touchdown reception. On second and 10 for the BC 25, Masoli throws. It is caught, but John White is going to be, oh wow, he's going to power his way into first down territory at the Lions 14-yard line. Good night for John White as well, subbing in for the injured Alex Green. He'll get the first down. Ticats drive continues. Uh, White 17 carries tonight for 53 yards, and that is his third reception of the night he's up to 28 yards receiving jonathan jennings has thrown the football a lot tonight he is 32 of 47 346 yards three touchdowns that's a 68.1 completion percentage on first and 10 from the lions 15 and the cats are going to run again it's john white he will fight his way down to the looks like nine yard line That'll set up a second and four. So the Cats within striking distance of winning this ball game with a touchdown. But again, if the Lions make a defensive stop, I'm sure June Jones will kick the field goal this time. Now, who knows? I thought he would kick it the last time. Huge game in the standings for both teams as well. BC's five and six. A win tonight, obviously, they'd be six and six. But they would leapfrog Winnipeg into fourth in the West because... The Peggers are 6-7. And, 
And uh, just as big for the Ticats, they're 6-6, six and six, a win. They moved to 7-6, and six, just two points behind Ottawa. Draw play to White, and he is going to be stopped just shy, about a yard shy of the first down. That's going to bring up a third and one from the BC6. And with the Tiger Cats trailing 32-29 in overtime, Coach June Jones, please kick the field goal. Tie up this game and lift to see another day in double OT. Let's take a quick timeout, and uh, we'll be back with uh, more of your calls, tweets, emails once this game is eventually over. I'm just pausing here because the Ticats are going to be going for it on third and one. So let's just get this play in. No, now Jones is sending out the field goal unit. No, now he's calling him back. Well, there's only 14 on the play clock. Wow, what is going on here? Ticats going forward on third and one. Masoli looking to the sidelines, uh, probably in disbelief. They're going to take a delay game penalty here and give Haralahu a little bit better of an angle, unless the Lions decline the penalty. It's a time count violation. And I, I don't understand the chaos in the sidelines here. I mean, Coach June Jones and his staff have to realize uh, what's going on. We're in overtime. They need a field goal to tie. It's third and one. You're not going to risk it by going for it in that instance. So Haralahu is on the field, and we'll stay with this play until the field goal is made or missed, and then we'll take our first commercial break. 32-29 BC leading the Tiger Cats in OT. Uh, Cats sending up the field goal unit to tie. And the kick is is good. So it is 32-32 in overtime. Double OT coming up. We're going to be coming up with more of the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. It's a uh, pigskin overtime after party. We are tied to 32-32 at BC Play Stadium uh, in overtime. Ticats back on offense. My name's Rick Samprin. Uh, what a ball game tonight at BC Play Stadium. 14 to 3 at the half. It's now 32 32 in overtime. The fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML, welcoming all our friends and fans listening on air, online, on the Radio Player Canada app, uh, on Facebook Live, CHML's Facebook page. We're broadcasting live each and every fifth quarter. Happy to have you along. Don't forget to subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast uh, wherever you download your favorite podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, uh, whatever the case is. Happy to have you uh, continue the uh, excitement and uh, the party uh, even uh, well after the game is uh, come and gone. Midweek, uh, early morning, late at night, whenever you uh, listen to your podcasts. Um, thanks for doing so. Thanks for supporting uh, the fifth quarter here. We're all voting for our player of the game. We've got a couple of votes for Mike Johnson. Everyone now uh, glued to the game, and I don't blame them for doing so. But third and ten now, the Lions holding the Tiger Cats offense at bay, and Hiram Harulahu, who is a three for four on the night, Kicking a field goal, and he's going to miss the field goal wide left. So this is going to be a single point, but it's run out by Rainey. And, oh, my goodness, he might go all the way. Oh, and he's tackled. Chris Rainey tackled. And uh, a phenomenal turn of events for the BC Lions. And Neil has hurt his left hamstring on that tackle. Unbelievable turn of events. For the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who it looked like they had this game in the bag. And uh, Liram Haralahu just missing a field goal wide left. It's 32 32. Chris Rainey takes it out of the end zone, nearly goes all the way, if not for a game saving tackle by Jason Neal. Although BC's going to have the football on the Hamilton 35 with an. A, an opportunity to win this game. I do not believe it. I cannot believe it. This may be, if BC goes on to win this game, this may be the most disappointing loss in a long time, certainly of this season, but in a long time. The Ticats, well on their way to 7-6, and six, well on their way to the winner's circle again. 
seems to have shot themselves in the foot tonight with a horrible call by head coach June Jones. And on first down, the Lions run the ball up to the Hamilton, looks about 31-yard line, positioning themselves for what could be a potential game-winning field goal or, who knows, a punt single. That'll work. Ty Long coming on on second and six. They're going to try the field goal. Be about a 38-yarder or so. Long on the night is three of three. And he's hit some doozies, a 51-yarder and a 50-yarder, in addition to the 22-yarder in overtime. This to win it on second and six. Hold your breath, fans. We have Jeff and Dave on the line. We'll get to you guys in a second as Ty Long prepares for a potential game-winning field goal, and it is good and unbelievably the BC Lions roar back to beat the Tiger Cats 35-32. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Can't believe it. June Jones had an opportunity to seal it. To seal this football game. And he failed mightily. Wow. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your smartphone. Might have to give that a different name tonight. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. At Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. I'm going to open up the lines, and this thing is going to explode. I just know it. Jeff's on the line. Three, two, one, go. Hey, Rick. It's Jeff calling from Saskatchewan. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm just as good as you are. <laughs> oh, you know what? Um, that doesn't surprise me. I know everybody's good. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Haralahu, I have no faith in him whatsoever. He could have come out and he could have tried that 45-yard field goal to try and end, end, end the game. He would have missed, just like tonight. As soon as he came out to kick the field goal in overtime, I said he was going to miss. And he did. He's unreliable. I don't care what Dunnigan said tonight on TV. He's a robo-kicker. He's, I don't think he's a very good kicker. He was terrible in Winnipeg. He wasn't that great in Toronto. And he's maybe average in Hamilton. You know what? He started the season really good. I mean, I think he knocked in yeah. his first 12, but he's hit a wall. Yeah, and as we had talked kind of via Facebook tonight, Don Unamba, he's responsible. I say he's responsible for 10 points because there was two plays. Uh, there was a swing pass to uh, Johnson on second down. He had a chance to make a tackle, didn't. BC ended up, I think, scoring a touchdown. And there was another one that he had on second down to to, um, to make a play, stop a drive, didn't. They kicked the field goal. And I've said this a few times since we've talked this year, that offensive line is still awful. Revenberg, Filer, and I can't remember the guy that plays uh, left tackle. Got the long hair. I can't remember what his name is. He's, uh, he's Avery he's, Jordan? Yeah, brutal. They're absolutely brutal. He sacked four or five times tonight again. Um, I feel bad for the defense. Other than Unamba tonight, the defense played good again, I thought. But the, co- coach, the coaching is... The head coach wasn't a fan of his last year, not a fan of his this year. Um, and I'm, I bet you some of your callers are going to phone and blame Jeremiah for the loss to tonight. That seems to be par for the course, but uh, I'm totally disgusted. I hope BC comes into Hamilton next week and blows him right out. And maybe maybe people will start to see that uh, that uh, June Jones isn't the guy to be coaching this team. He wasn't last year, in my opinion, and I don't think he is this year. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if anyone were to blame Masoli for this loss tonight. Cause I thought he had a phenomenal game. You know, 19 of 25, 311 yards, two TDs. Absolutely. Yeah, he had Absolutely. a couple of sacks, but I mean, uh, I, I, I'd i rather him take the sack than throw the ball up and get picked. Absolutely, I agree with you, but that's just the way some of those fans are. They're going to hang it on the quarterback rather than going in. Who's your player of the game tonight? Jeremiah. I thought he was good. Mike Jones, honorable mention as well. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Thanks, Rick. Good night. 
905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Jones has a couple of votes for player of the game. is solely now with one. Let's go to Dave on the fifth quarter. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rick. How are you? Well, you know. Yeah. Um, I want to say um, I called in last week. I was really upset. Um, uh, I want to say tonight I'm ten times more upset. Um, the first thing I want to say is I'm sick and tired of the CFL um, review booth screwing over them on the Tiger Cats. The uh, fumble on Jennings, um, it sure looked like um, when he was hit, um, his arm was going back. The ball might have came forward. Uh, there you had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Dunnigan. Even he said that uh, as far as he's concerned, uh, Jennings' arm was going back, and then just the, from the hit it made the ball go forward. And the referees called it a fumble. There was no way that was conclusive. And to overturn the referee's call on the field, it has to be conclusive. And that was at least three points off the board for us and three points for them. With that said, however, um, last week um, Debbie called in and she said how she goes to practice, and I agreed 100% with Debbie. I didn't know who she was, but he doesn't practice. Tonight, you're in an indoor stadium. He missed a 40, 42-yard field goal. Inexcusable. Then he makes the huge mistake, punting it out of bounds. Both of those cost us. We would have won the game. But with that said, he got on a little bit of a roll, hit some long ones. Absolutely there. Masoli and the guys, you know, at the start of the season, everybody was complaining, you know, we had a chance to win a game, we had a chance to win a game, we had a chance to game. Masoli couldn't bring us down in the last two minutes of a game. And he, he did it against Edmonton at home. And now this would have been the second time. We fall behind. He brings us right down. Mike Jones played his best game of his career. Masoli brings us right down. We score. We get the two-point convert. That's money. That's pressure right there, bringing us down under two minutes and, and getting the, uh, the eight points. And then you got a coach, you got a coach that can hit a forty, whatever it was, forty-five yard field goal indoors. Even if your kicker missed the one kick, mind you, tonight he had hit a few from long range. You've got to make that kick there. You've got to send him out. This is the worst call a head coach has ever made. I'm more mad than I've ever been, even in a Grey Cup. And Scott Mitchell, when will you wake up and get rid of June Jones? He is clueless. And tonight my player of the game is the entire team because those kids deserve better. They really deserve to win the game tonight. And that coach, there's a saying, players win your games, coaches lose your games. And absolutely, June Jones, inexcusable, lost that game for the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight. And you could see it on the face of those kids with their heads hanging down. And then, listen, I've been critical of Hyralahu uh, the last two weeks, but after your coach doesn't show faith in you to hit a 45 or to cement the game away, and then you bring him out in the double overtime, you knew what was going to happen. And when... Hiram came off the field after that punt single. There was a, some kind of equipment manager or somebody there, and you even said, you could read his lips. He was like, what the you-know-what to Hiram or Liram. Inexcusable. Scott Mitchell, wake up, get rid of this coach, and get somebody in there like a Dave Dickinson, a Landis Steinhauer, a Huffnagel, I don't care. Sick and tired of it, canceling my season tickets after 30 years. Won't spend another dime. Anyways, Rick, I'm out. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We have Brad, Dave, and Ian on the line. Tweets and emails aplenty. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. 35-32 in overtime. BC shocks Hamilton. Ticats drop to six and seven. Lions improve to six and six. Uh, Hamilton still two wins off the pace set by the East leading Ottawa Red Blacks. And this might be that game where we all point to 
and say this is the reason why the Cats did not finish first in the East. I know there's a back-to-back coming up against Ottawa, but they have to sweep that series in order to win the tiebreak and win that season series. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's game. Pick your player of the game. Rick at 900chml.com is the email address. Send us a note on Twitter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter or send us a note on CHML's Facebook page. We are broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page all season long. Uh, a couple of votes for Mike Jones, Jeremiah Masoli, the entire team. Everyone is going to be pointing to June Jones and the non-call, the non-committal to go for a field goal to ice the game, put the game out of reach, make it a two-score game, but instead he opts to punt for the single. Ticats go up 29-21, but lo and behold, BC comes back, scores a TD, a two-point convert as well to tie the game, force it OT, and then wins in overtime. Whew! Ian is on the line. Hey, Ian, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Um, first of all, the guy who just said he's going to cancel season tickets because of this, in 30 years, he cho- chooses this time to cancel season tickets. I could think of many times you can cancel your season tickets in the past 30 years. But anyways, um, I think, let's 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 look this perspective. Um, I think that June doesn't have the confidence in the kicker. I, I tweeted you this, um, because if he doesn't have confidence in 45, he was stuck at 43. He had no choice but to kick the field goal. So I think our kicker, we're going to be looking for another kicker because it's, it's too inconsistent. But if I think overall they played a decent game. June Jones has turned the team around the past couple of years. Everyone was praising him yesterday with it. Mazzoli played well. I think the team and our all-around played well. Look who we're missing in offense. If you had Banks there, if you had Tolliver, um, if you had Chambers, just think about how this would be. We are a contender team. I mean, we're in a good position right now. We're probably going to make the playoffs. So I think we need to really look look at this in a, in a whole scheme. I think the defense is playing well. They blew the last uh, the last play, but I mean, sorry, the last uh, drive to go into overtime. But think about it just before that, BC blew it with their defense, and we got the touchdown. So. I think around around we got a decent contending team here that could probably beat any team in the league. We lost to Calgary last week. We were missing um, two of our arsenals uh, in the in the offense and the receiving core. If we're healthy, come I know the end of this month, I think we got a pretty damn good chance of making the Great Cup. We can beat any team in this league. We showed it last week. I mean, we we blew it near the end of the fourth quarter, but I think we have a team that can beat anybody. I, I would agree with that, um, but these decisions are, are costly. I mean, this could be a a turning point in the season. A few games ago, this team beat Edmonton, rallied for a big win against the Eskimos, and I thought that was a big turning point of the season in a positive way. This could have uh, 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 the complete opposite effect. I hope it doesn't, but it could. What, because he decided to kick the field goal instead of, uh, I mean, the a punt it instead of kick the field goal. Well, I mean, you kick the field goal, you win the ball game. You you get two points well, in the standings. If you don't, but here, here's it. Let's look at this. If he misses, okay, you're, what are you back to the thirty five yard line? Um, they would have that drive anyways. You've got Rainey back there, which is a threat. He doesn't have comp- unless you try to kick it into the to the ten yard line between the between the goal and the ten yard line. Our kicker has had difficulty even with. You know, dropping it in short yardage with one or two yard line kicking off. It goes out. He did it last week. I don't think there's confidence in the kicker. Jones made a decision. He gambled. He lost. Let's be realistic. But this is your ideal CFL game. This was an awesome game. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we're in a good position. We'll either end up, we have a still have a decent shot of ending up in first. Even if we end up in second, we're going to the playoffs for sure. There's no way Toronto or, or Montreal's catching us. We got a lot of football ahead of us. Um, he gambled. He lost. I still think we have a pretty darn content, good contending team. I think we have one of the best in the league. Look where Mazzoli has come from from last year to now. I mean, he's in command. If you had Banks there, and if you had uh, Tolliver there, and even Chambers, I know he's out for the year. Or Saunders, sorry, he's out for the year. Um, this would have been a whole different game. BC would not have been able to. Uh, um, even compete. Ian, appreciate the call. Who's uh, your uh, player of the game tonight? 
I'll be honest with you, I slept through the whole thing because it was too late, and I I woke up the last two minutes left in the game. (laughs) So I'll give it to uh, I'll give it to Jones just for this. Not June Jones, but uh, receiver Jones Jones. for Mike Jones. But this guy though has dropped how many balls this year? Like just because he showed up. The only reason he did well because we had no other receivers. But Jones, I'll be honest with you, I think he's dropped more than he has in in the clutch uh, that he has uh, caught. So. I don't know. I'll give it to Jones, but uh, I really think that uh, the piece of the puzzle for our whole team is is the kicker. But just one last thing. If you look at our, for years, I think for the past five, six, seven years, our secondary has been pretty bad. I think we got a half-decent de- a secondary this year that I think can compete with the rest of the league. Good stuff. Ian, thanks for the call. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers. Back to the phones we go. Dave is on the line. A different Dave. Hey, Dave, how are you? Not too bad, Rick. Uh, no, actually, not good at all. How's that for you? No, I, <laughs> no yeah, I don't think it, I don't think anybody is going to be good after watching that. Going from thinking you got the game to blowing the game, and uh, I've been calling you for years. And uh, if we had a dollar for every time I said to you, Rick, we gave him the game, we both could be retired now. Sometimes you got to play to win. Now I know, obviously, June Jones has no confidence in Hiawatha. I don't either. I don't blame him. However. Um, you go out there, you, you, either way is a gamble. Kicking a single point is a gamble. Missing a field goal is a gamble. But the only thing I have to say is if if he's going to miss the field goal and June Joes goes out there and tells him, kick the ball, just make sure you kick it hard. If you miss it, it goes through the end zone anyways from that distance. But yeah, I, I, no, I, I hear you. You know, there, there's a gamble there too, but... Really, I think a field goal was the way to go there. You got to play to win. I know he. I don't blame him for not having confidence in 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 the in the field goal kicker and the punter. He's been a. He, I don't think he's been very good this year at all. I mean, uh, he's definitely not worth what we're paying him. Um, then again, uh, who are you going to get right now? I mean, he's he's here for the rest of the season. Next year, maybe you can bring somebody in. Hopefully, uh, you can get a better kicker. And I think this team uh, has right now too many weapons missing right now make a serious run at anything and god help us if Tolliver's gone i know he hasn't had a stellar season but he's a threat just being on the field agreed so, who's uh, your uh, player of the game tonight uh i'll give it to mazzoli um just for the fact he broke hank's record but yeah i have a uh, more than likely we're probably going to play a crossover and then uh who knows who I mean, knows yeah yeah so I, i'm disappointed and i think uh it just Every year it seems to be the same things with his team, injuries, 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 injuries. And um, maybe uh, the time is not far off where they give Steinhauer a chance at head coach because if they decide that uh, June Jones is not their guy, I'm kind of thinking that's why they brought Steinhauer in there anyways for because uh, getting a good head coach, where are you going to get one anyways? They're hard to find, and they do have one there. I'm not going to trash June Jones. I think he has a lot, of, a lot of positive things. I think the players want to play for him, but uh, it's just not, uh, it's just, it's, you know, there's, ours, there's there's been mistakes made, but, you know, it's just disappointing. Right now, uh, there's nobody to come back. I mean, Banks will come back, and hopefully Tolliver comes back, but you're still missing Saunders, you're missing uh, Williams. Um, so yeah, it's, Alex Green was out tonight, too. Green, too, and so it's going to, I mean, coming back, if we can get Green and, Speedy backs, we can we can probably do it, but uh, you know it's a it's a heartbreaking loss, one that really we 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 shouldn't be having this conversation right now, but it is what it is, and uh, we'll keep watching, I guess, and keep hoping, but uh, you know uh, we'll see what happens. I just uh, starting to lose faith a bit, you know, in this team, but uh, hopefully they can bounce back and surprise everybody. We shall see, Dave. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Brad. Back to the phones we go. Brad is on the line. Hey, Brad. Hey, Rick, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, silly question, right? <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, Lear Marilahu was a last-minute pick at the beginning of training camp. So we, we kind of left it and left it and left it and then finally settled on him, and I think it's showing, you know, showing up now. Um, yeah, but he was yeah, – uh, everyone, was everyone was calling him the marquee free agent signing of the off season, and uh, he was supposed to be the guy and started really well, but has, for whatever reason, uh, not even cooled off. I mean, he's ice cold in some cases. I know he had a couple of long ones tonight, but he has really struggled. Um, 
I tweeted you, maybe he got a new pair of shoes. You know, that that could be it. Like, but no, he took that hit in the Edmonton game. When Edmonton was running it back and he was the, the guy who made the tackle, he took a bit of a shot. So I'm kind of wondering, did he pull something and he's just struggling through? Yeah, who knows? You know, it doesn't have the range of motion. Um, you know, and of course, everybody's going to blame June Jones for tonight. Um, I don't, uh, your lead in there was, you know, the, the Lions shocked the Hamilton Tiger Cats. No, I think it was June Jones that shocked the Hamilton uh, Tiger Cats. I mean, you see the faces on those boys on the sideline after he made that call. You know, Masoli was definitely not impressed. Yeah, they they had a W, and I I know that's one call, but I mean that was a pivotal call. Well, you you know how many times you even hear Dunnigan? You know when you get the opportunity, you put points on the board. <laughs> well, guess what? It came back and bit him in the butt, huge. You know, I mean, like the look on Jones's face, he could not believe all that was happening. Well, welcome to the CF. That was a welcome to the CFL moment. Geez, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, I just—I uh, think maybe you know, some of the callers are right. Maybe it's time to, you know, bring Alondo uh, to the sidelines at least. You know, well, and, just for another voice, yeah. That, uh, but I mean, he's on the headset upstairs, and he could—he could have easily said to June, "Hey, June, what are we do? What are we doing here, man?" Yeah, no, I think I think he needs to. The, the presence needs to be now on the sideline. You know, it's one thing to hear a guy in your head; you can turn that off. You know, if June if June Jones is determined to you know follow his uh, file folder, right? I mean, it's not even pages there; he just writes on the file folder. Uh, if he's determined to follow that, then you know, turn off the headset, don't listen to anybody else. But I'm thinking if you've got the guy on, you know, right there on the sidelines, going, "Hey, look, I've been in the CFL a long time." You know, June Jones has been in here a year. I don't care what he did when he played for Toronto; he's got pretty much zero CFL experience. Yeah. Uh, we got to run here. Who's your player of the game? Uh, you know what? I'm going to beat everybody else and, and go out the beaten path, and I'm going to say Mike Daly. I tweeted you this. He's been an animal all season long. He's proving his worth. Get a monster hit tonight, too. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend, Brad. All right, Rick. We'll talk to you next week, then. You got it. Uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back with Jeff and Jordan hanging on the line. Lots of tweets, emails, and Facebook messages as well. This is the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Oh, Ticats blow one tonight, 35-32 the final in overtime. BC coming out on top. Hamilton now 6-7. and seven. Uh, They trail the Ottawa Red Blacks by four big points for first place in the C- CFL's East Division. We're voting for our player of the game tonight. When all is said and done, we will announce our fifth quarter fan of the night. I forgot to mention the fifth quarter trivia challenge um including tonight's game how many games have the ticats won in bc since 2012 the last eight games uh one two three or four uh, you can chime in i'll uh, unveil the answer uh, to that question uh before all is said and done hello to all our fans and friends uh, watching on chml's facebook page as well and if you haven't already be sure to subscribe to the uh fifth quarter podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast be it google podcast apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcast back to the phones we go jeff's on the line hey jeff Hey, Rick, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Uh, I think one thing this game comes down to is kicking. We got a serious problem at kicker, I think. I mean, he missed two field goals tonight. That's that's the game right there. Yep, certainly is. You know, um, I mean, I don't know why the guy's so highly praised. Uh, I mean, he's not that good. We, we really lost out with, uh, what's his name, um... We lost to Dallas. Man, you thinking about uh, Justin Medlock? Oh, um, Brett Maher. Brett Maher, yeah. Yeah, we really lost a big time. I don't know. There's got to be better kickers out there somewhere. Without the, with those two field goals, we win. We won the game. So, no, Without a doubt. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight? Mike, da- or, um, Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Sure. It was phenomenal. Jeff, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. All right. Thanks, man. Jordan is on the line. Hey, Jordan, how are you? I'm good, Rick. How are you? I'm not too bad. Uh, I was hoping to go to bed after the game, but instead I got to call in and go off on our stupid head coach. Well, um, go right ahead. Yeah, no problem. Hey, um, everyone's already gone off and said anything, everything they need to say about uh, the decision not to kick the field goal. But it, it's it's all the decisions on top of themselves. Last week against Calgary, when he kicks the field goal instead of going for it on third down, kicking the field goal has no benefit. 
Rick, he's making these decisions that are like unfathomable. Like you can't even justify it. You can't even reason with it. Like where his brain's at, what he's thinking. And then the, the decision to kick the field goal in overtime, that's good you, to kick the, the field goal in overtime. But he's so indecisive, he doesn't even know. He wants someone to tell him what to do. Yeah, we could have lined up and tried to draw the lines offside, but we couldn't do it because nobody knew what was going on. He's looking for someone to tell him what to do. It's pathetic. He's stupid. He's dumb. Everyone is calling in saying about the injuries and how we get guys back. That's not going to change anything. Everybody has injuries. You don't think Emmanuel Arsenal and Solomon Elamimia would have made a difference? It's pathetic. It's the head coach. He's stupid. He needs to go. Um, the president needs to go because he's the stupid one who hires them. You can kiss first first place goodbye too. So you know what, Rick? I'm going to hang up and let you go. Um, I hope our, our our stupid dumbass head coach is fired tomorrow. So bye bye. Thanks, Jordan. And that kind of sums it up here on the fifth quarter tonight. Thirty five thirty two in overtime. BC shocks Hamilton, and uh, maybe more appropriately, Hamilton shocks themselves. Slew of emails, tweets, and Facebook messages to get to. I'm not sure I'm going to get to them all before two. But uh, let's let her rip. Steven, NBC, entertaining game. I have to ask, is Jake the Snake Ireland working the video review booth? Some very bad calls from the video judge. Bottom line, Rick. Cats were badly ripped off in this one. Should have never went to overtime. That is my rant. Thought the team played a solid game for 60 minutes. Being out there in BC, the time difference for an Eastern team playing here is a big, big deal. Player of the game, I give it to Jeremiah Masoli. Allen. It's Allen from St. Catharines. All I can say is, wow, to this game. We had them, and we let them get away from us. Injuries are killing us. I'm glad we got the one point, but we should have gotten two. I think we will make the playoffs, but the West is going to win it this year. It's sad to see the way this season could go if we don't get our guys healthy. Player of the game, Mike Jones. One good thing, though, was the win against the Buffalo Sabres. This Leaf team is looking great. Tavares was the best pickup in the offseason. Sorry, I needed some positive things to talk about tonight. Angelo on email. Hey, Rick, I can't believe what just happened out there tonight. What a phenomenal display of Canadian football. I thought the inexperience still of June Jones was obvious in managing the last three minutes of this game. I thought the guys gave it uh, all they had out there. Just an awesome effort considering they were undermanned and on the road. I thought the kicker cost us the game tonight. How can he not be focused after the battle his teammates just put out? Defensively, just awesome all around. Offensively, played a great road game. Player of the game, Mike Jones, Phil, or pardon me, Philly Philsky. Hi, Rick. Both JJ, June Jones, and Haralahu owe me a ticket refund for their stupidity and incompetence tonight. Once again, I leave BC Place as a Ticat fan, frustrated and demoralized. There's no way that this game should have gone to OT. Yet another two points given away by the Ticats on a silver platter. A disturbing occurrence we've seen far too many times in recent memory, and a reason we are a lousy 6-8. and eight. It's actually 6-7. and seven. Uh, And in any case, anybody is wondering, yes, that's two-point conversion in the end was unfortunately good. No controversy there whatsoever. My player of the game, anybody other than June Jones and Haralahu. Steve on email. Rick, it is hard to find words in retrospect considering the Cats had the opportunity to put the game away and June Jones simply gave the chance away. Why would any coach give that opportunity away? The Ticats didn't lose the game. June Jones lost this game for them. My player of the game is the entire Ticats team for a spirited effort that should have resulted in a win. An email from Steve in Niagara Falls. Anthony, Rick, June likes to go for the jugular. This loss is on him. Mike Jones stepped up huge, player of the game, entire team. They played their butts off. This one is frustrating. Ed, very exciting game, but just outlines how this team hasn't got it together. No, they didn't lose because of Jones' failed field goal call. It was the first missed field goal. What does this prove? The kicker isn't good enough, and Jones doesn't trust him. Why kick the punt? Jones thought the defense would hold. They should, but couldn't. Big learning lessons. Defense has to get better. Player of the game, Masoli. Without Masoli, there is no team, and Masoli needs more protection. Masoli can't carry this team himself. He needs help. BC should not have won, but defense could not contain BC. I don't blame Jones for losing this game. I blame the players not to be able to do the job. Jones isn't on the field, and if the players can't do the job, nothing Jones can do will make a difference. This team has many little problems that have to be corrected. Uh, there's a little more to it, but I think he... He made his point in spades. A couple of tweets to get to as well. Uh, Brian writes, how about a new head coach? Daver, that was brutal. Should have been over, but our coach handed BC the game. 
Jeff, brutal game, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh, Rob, worst crap team over. I think he meant to say ever. Uh, Jim, so I stayed up till 1.30 to watch the Ticats snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Gah, we had this game 1-1. And then, for some reason, gave them another opportunity. Uh, Oski, wee wee, I'm going to bed. Hashtag fifth quarter. Uh, Hawkeye, unbleeping believable. Jared, brutal play calling, and of course, poor Lira misses in overtime because that's when there's double the pressure, willing to bet that he's that longer field goal in regulation. Uh, Aaron would be very surprised if even one caller chirps Masoli. Eh, we haven't had any Masoli chirpers tonight, and he was good. Uh, we need Coach O now, according to Bev. Mike, I don't know how the punt idea can be defended. Yes, Rainy is dangerous, but that is an incredibly anti-logic call. Uh, Jimmy, our defense blew the game. Simple as that. Aaron, you could tell that last caller slept through the game. <laughs> uh, who was that? That was Jeff, I believe. Uh, Matthew P.S., do you know anyone who can kick a field goal? And last one, Adam, I'm so mad I can't even put it all in one tweet, so I have a question for you. What's more frustrating, defense allowing them to go 75 yards in 33 seconds to tie it, overturned fumble on Jennings, Lurum's missed field goals, or Jones' decision not to go for the game-winning field goal? That one's easy. Jones, kick the darn field goal. Our next game is Saturday, September 29th. Ticats versus BC at Tim Hortons Field. Kickoffs at 4 will be on the air at 7. Our player of the game, uh, voted by you the fans, is Mike Jones. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is all the callers, tweeters, emailers, Facebook viewers, comments on Facebook Live as well. Sorry we didn't get to all of them, but uh, we are plumb out of time. Uh, 35-32 in overtime. BC beats the Tiger Cats. Don't forget to download the fifth quarter podcast wherever you download your podcast. Thanks to producer Will Erskine. My name is Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the weekend on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.